Welcome to the Center for Transformation Institute podcast, where we are uniting with therapists everywhere for personal and professional growth. Your journey starts here at The Place Therapists Grow. I identify most with Enneagram Type 1, the achiever, and it's always kind of been that way. I remember being a kid and just always needing to do, uh, be very thorough on my homework and be involved in tons of activities and just go, 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 and not much changed as an adult. I have three kids and a husband and an active life, and it's just a lot of movement, always going and um, I remember thinking when I first became a therapist, like, what is all this busyness about? As <laughs> so I was trying to be introspective, what is, what, what is this about? Why do I need to do this? And really came down to uh, like kind of a core reality that it made me feel like I was accomplishing something and it gave me a sense of importance, like my life matters. And so that has been kind of a theme for me this last couple of decades as I've been a therapist, is just kind of regulating, like, what is the busyness about for me? Can I get in touch with my need to feel important and where where I'm getting that need filled up? And, you know, am I doing that in healthy ways? My name is Monica Maurer. I am a licensed therapist and the director of the Center for Transformation Institute. At the CFT Institute, we exist to partner with therapists in personal and professional growth. This episode today is just about busyness. You know, what, what, what are we doing as therapists? What's the purpose of our life in terms of busyness? What, what are we um, connected to that's grounding us so that the busyness is not just futile efforts just spinning around. Now I know we've all kind of been through the last few years since 2020 with the pandemic and everybody's saying, oh my goodness, all therapists are busy. (laughs) There's no um, openings on anybody's schedules. I mean, we're getting calls to our office all the time where people are saying, I've tried so many therapists and nobody's available right now because everybody's busy because what we've noticed is because of what was um, happening during the pandemic a lot of mental health issues came to surface I remember um, one um, one person said something about yeah now everybody knows what it's like <laughs> to have mental health issues I was the only you know like there was a there's a certain amount of people in the population who have struggled always but when COVID hit and everyone kind of spiraled, a lot of a, a lot of people who never had mental health issues before, who weren't paying attention to them, uh, began to struggle and had to deal with them. So as therapists, if we weren't busy before, we became busy then, and it has continued that there's just a high demand for mental health services. And so <clears throat> that on top of our already busy lives as therapists. Many of us have families, um, children, spouses, or uh, active community lives, as well as um, other responsibilities that take us in 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 a spiral of busyness. And depending on the season, we've heard so many people say when the holiday seasons approach, 
I love the season and it's a real struggle at the same time. I'm trying to enjoy it fully because I get wrapped up in the busyness of the season. And so what does it mean to be busy? It means we're frantically kind of buzzing around, I think, you know, like a bee, just just going, 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 and not taking our rhythms or stopping and resting. And so I think there's a few points that I that are that are good to think about for us as therapists during these times of busyness and um, when things get kind of moving in a in a fast pace how we can slow it down so one thing that I think is really important to do is recognize this life model concept of calming the body to calm the soul life model is a neurotheology curriculum that CFT Institute practices and teaches. And so we will be talking much more about that in upcoming episodes and are planning to write some curriculum for therapists around this um, neurotheology curriculum. And calm the body to calm the soul is a neurotheology concept. So it's really a neuroscience concept that we cannot calm our emotions if our body is ramped up. And so that's really what happens during these times of busyness is our body starts going into kind of an overdrive, hyperactive state, and we live in our bodies. Their bodies are not all of who we are. However, we live in them and we have a responsibility to them. And when our body starts going into more the fight or flight or kind of a overactive state if we don't calm it down our emotions will stay hyped up and that's when we go into like a burnout overwhelm um, nervous system response uh, even a nervous breakdown type response and so our ability to take deep breaths years ago my um, one of my naturopathic doctors said to me just take a deep lung cleansing breath and so sometimes when I find myself starting to spiral into busyness I'll just take in a deep deep breath and let it out real slow and controlled there's also some tapping um, type experiences that life model teaches that I definitely will teach in a further episode um, that will can really help to calm your body just interacting with the body to calm it down because if we don't do that first, then the emotions, the mind, will, and emotions will not be able to calm down. So calm the body to calm the soul. Also yawning is a very interesting way to calm down the nervous system. It just has an automatic response that will generate a kind of a let down, a, a synchrony, a calming, a restful, state of mind and so even if you don't feel tired you can kind of wiggle your jaw and open your mouth and kind of simulate a yawn i know dbt teaches about how we can do half smile and willing hands so we're smiling even though we don't feel like it and it generates uh, some movement in our neuro functioning that will allow our body to kind of take over so Practice the calm your body to calm your soul, the deep breaths, the yawning, the tapping. And that's that's really important. And so I think the second the second thing I'd say about our busyness 
is we really want to stay in a place of appreciation when we're busy. Sometimes when we're busy, we start to go into kind of a negative sentiment overdrive where we start to see things through the lens of the negative rather than the positive. And that can be really damaging to us in those times. We can actually go into what life model would say is like a stupid enemy mode because we end up seeing situations through the lens of everything around me is everybody and everything around me is stupid and I've got to take care of it all and you know we start going into judgment and and uh, and we could go be harsh and we could be damaging to the people around us if we are living in that state of busyness without appreciation without calming our body and noticing what is good and I've been noticing in my own life I can be in you know a busy state of mind have a lot going on and be overwhelmed by the burdens and really see it through the lens of negativity or I can be <laughs> so to speak talk um, like figuratively stopping to smell the roses right and and I know yesterday I had a lot to do to prepare for the week and I just was kind of dreading it like oh I gotta sit down and do all of this and I received a text from a close family member and then uh, found a little note that kind of from another family member that kind of touched my heart and just sat and meditated on that and then told the story of how meaningful that was to me to the people that were around who happened to be a couple of my children and we just went into a place of appreciation and thankfulness to God for how he is loving us and moving in our lives. So those types of moments can be very powerful and can kind of set the stage for the for the you know the the future for the the moments ahead that are going to be busy and packed full of a variety of things that we need to do to keep up with our life and our day and the busyness. <laughs> and then the third thing that I'll say today is that appreciation actually births joy. And so when we sit in appreciation, we calm our bodies, we sit in appreciation, we can actually feel joy filling us. And we want to let joy sink in and kind of take root because we have to have our joy tanks filled up. So we want to fill the joy that comes from appreciation and do that as a practice more and more and more so that our bodies fill up, our souls fill up with a joyful state of mind and we're actually getting some reserves because as we kind of have our lives stacked with activities and people and responsibilities it's kind of like we're holding balance on a you know a, a balance beam or um, we are tightly wound and kind of holding on by a thread and if anything goes wrong it will send us into a place of overwhelm and stupid enemy mode kind of thing 
versus when we fill up our joy tanks, we can expand our capacity for joy. We're actually, each time we fill ourselves up with joy, we're learning, our brains are learning new ways to incorporate joy and to experience joy. So it's really appreciation as a skill that builds joy. And if I'm filling up my joy tank, expanding my capacity for joy and gaining joy strength, I'm learning to actually live in joy. And of course, life is hard. Like that's, you know, obvious. We all know this. And I remember thinking several years ago, you know what? (laughs) It's never going to stop being hard. I think we're always waiting for some relief, you know, like, oh, when I get through this problem or when I get through this problem or that kind of thing that, oh, I'll get to the other side of this and then I'll have some relief. But sure enough, some other complication comes up. And so it's the best of times. It's the worst of times. There's always going to be something troubling that's happening in our lives simultaneously to something good. And so we want to learn to sit with the difficulty and have joy in the midst of the sorrow. And we can do that when we have our reserves built up, when we have the joy filled up inside of us so that our joy tank is there, tough times come during the busyness and we have our reserves so we can manage it. It's not just that some people are so strong, they can handle everything. No, we all have our limitations. We all only have so much capacity to deal with the difficulties, the complexities of life. And we need to be filled up in our joy tank. We do that through appreciation and we can't get into an appreciative mindset unless we're calming ourselves. So I hope this was helpful. I look forward to talking with you very soon and please take care of yourselves. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Place Therapists Grow.